what do I do? What do I sing? I don't know. I'm just making sure I'm live on Kick, Rumble, Odyssey, um, X, Twitter, and YouTube now. What is up, everybody? As well as DLive and Facebook and Twitch. I will get to your calls, guys. It's Tuesday, December 19th, 2023 AD, 9.01 AM, U.S. Pacific Standard Time, not Daylight Time, Standard Time, here in Los Angeles. And, uh, Papa, come on. I'm just trying to make Rumble work. Uh, Rumble's not loading for Hake. Uh, press one if you hear me fine. We hear you and see you. Thank you, Hondo. Looking out. Uh, what will we cover besides your calls, guys? Um, I got some more Flat Earth swag. From Show Sugino, I got my, uh, you know, the certificate, Flatter Society certificate, honorary membership, for promoting it uh, by way of counter signaling it, <laughs> uh, and some other things going on in the world or have that have been going on over the past month. Okay, it's going to be a loosey goosey week. All right, is that okay with you? Is that okay? <laughs> uh, so anyway, guys, let's just get right started with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. Hey, guys! So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I have my never, 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 ever, 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 never, but never, ever, 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 tell a woman your problems. It's an old classic, sort of, JLP T-shirt. One of the early JLP T-shirts. I don't even know if this is for sale anymore. But if it were, you would find it on Jesse Lee, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, and then check the uh, JLPT's Society 6 page. I'm thinking that it might not be available. So let's just uh, let that be a lesson. Make sure you get in. Oh, yeah, there it is. Never mind. It is available. (laughs) Uh, In black, black ink. Uh, but anyway, sometimes the designs don't last long on the market, so get it while it's hot. And it's still hot. (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah, and it's green. Uh, this is Tri-Blend, not my favorite, because it's not 100% cotton. But it's all right. It's a nice style. It's a nice fit. Uh, and I like the color. Green, sort of a forest green. Sort of, almost Christmassy. Not really. (laughs) All right, uh, let's get uh, to a call or two, guys. David in Ocala, Florida. 
is on the line. He wants to comment on my Friday guest, Omar, Third Rail with Omar. How you doing, David? Thanks for calling, man. Hey, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Should have worn, worn that 100% Leonard, uh, cotton Leonard Skinner shirt today. You wouldn't be itching. True. Well, I'm not itching. <laughs> I'm not itching. <laughs> but, yeah. You're not itching? <laughs> yeah. But thank you. Appreciate that yeah. gift. Yeah, I got a, uh, I, I wanted, I got a little disclaimer. I made a mistake on the last phone call that I called John, okay? Um, somebody had wrote in the chat Friday that they wondered if David from Ocala was going to call when Omar was on. Okay. And I thought it was. I thought it was uh, spoiler alert. Alert, and it was Lord Bibby forty two. So uh-huh. I just wanted to straighten that up. And then the other thing is, I misquoted the Bible. I said that it's Deuteronomy twenty nine, where you can find that uh, God telling Israel He gave them the land. And I, you know, I, I realized I made a mistake. It's Deuteronomy seven. So. I just wanted you to see, I, I know when I make mistakes, and I'm just human and that type of stuff. So oh, okay. Before I get into what I'm going to say, okay? You know, uh, you know, you said that God gave Israel that land. And yep. there are Christians who say that the Israel of today is not the Israel of the Bible uh, from, from God. And right. That God didn't do that, the UN did that, and you mm-hmm. say? I mean, we addressed it before, but you say? I say that uh, I say that it's uh, prophetic because of what's going to happen in the Great Tribulation. Whether the UN gave him gave him that land now after the fact, you know, it doesn't matter. It's what's going to happen when those armies surround Jerusalem and the Great Tribulation. That's why it was real critical what Trump did by making Jerusalem the capital and not Tel Aviv. That's what's got them people upset, okay? You got what I'm saying? He even brought that up. Omar did. Yeah. He, you know, uh, you know Frederick yesterday brought that up, saying that moving the embassy f- to Jerusalem instead of That's Tel right, Aviv uh, is going to start World War III. And right. I think that that's... Shame on... that. Does If that starts World War III, shame on the people who get provoked by that. Because that's just... Who cares, right? No, nah, that's, I mean, not, that's not. Is Jerusalem start like War part III. of pa- considered part of Palestine or close to Palestine or something? What's the deal? Um, Why do people know, make a know. big deal out I of that? Know. No, but if you notice, Omar talked a lot about occupied territory and everything like that. You know, those Muslims they hate the Jews, okay? And so, you know, uh, Omar. But why do I they mean, hate them? He, uh, I don't know. I think they th- figure they're infidels, you know, and they're God-chosen well, people, so that's probably the, why they're God-chosen the, people. The complaints that Omar has against that is not so much that they're infidels, but, I, I don't think, anyway, but that they are, he says, occupiers and stuff like that. Right, right. Occupying the land that's not to their, them. So, But, you know, Omar... He talks out of both sides of his mouth. I mean, you know, I hate to say this about somebody, but if you want to get a good look at, at that, like, sort of like what the devil looks like, just look at him because he, notice how he wears those sunglasses. You can't see his eyes. You know, the eyes are the window to the soul, okay? And what he, he they, the Muslims, they don't worship the, the God of the Bible, okay? They don't worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know? They worship, and they don't worship... They think that they're worshiping the God of Abraham and Ishmael. Well, that's fine, but that's not so. You know, do you know how their religion got started? I heard it was something like 600 A.D. 
Muhammad? Did Muhammad start it? Yeah, what happened was, this is what's quite interesting. So Muhammad was born, I looked this up before I called you, he was born in 570 A.D. Okay. When he was 25 years old, he married a Jewish woman. Ain't that something? Wow. Okay. 610, he goes into this cave called Hira, I believe, near Mecca. And for 22 years in there, he receives revelation from the so-called angel Gabriel. Okay, and that's what they wrote the Quran off of, his his revelations from the angel Gabriel. Now, have you noticed when you were talking to Omar, he didn't. He, he said he liked the New Testament, but he didn't like Paul, right? Right. Do you remember him saying that? Yeah, okay. I do. All right. A lot of yeah, people don't like reason, Paul. That's interesting. I know, but the reason why they don't like Paul is because Paul's the one who wrote, um, let's figure out where it is here. Paul anyway, is Paul's tough. The one, Paul's the one who wrote, wrote um, that if, Maybe. Uh, Anyone, if we, even if we or an angel from heaven preaches any other gospel than what we preach to you, let them be accursed. And that's one of the only verses in the Bible that gets repeated. So if even if we, okay, talking about the Christians, or an angel from heaven preaches any other gospel than the one we preach, let them be accursed, okay? And that's why he don't like, that's why he don't like Paul, because his religion is based on an angel coming and proclaiming the gospel that they read, just like the Mormons with Joseph Smith. Same thing. Angel shows up. Hey, there's these tablets buried out in the woods. Go out there and get them. The other testament now you got that they add on to the Bible. You know? So, you know, that's why God said, don't you be, don't you be listening to no angel, okay? Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that that, I didn't know that that was the claim that was that, uh, he talked to the angel Gabriel. Yeah, and the and the deal about Jesus being a Muslim because he submits to God. I mean, golly, I mean, <laughs> I even hate to repeat, repeat that. You know, you want to know why? You know, we, but isn't it kind of know, interesting that Islam? I think Islam does mean submission, right? And so Muslim yeah, means sub- yeah, submission to God. And Muslim means you're sub- means a person who's submitted to God, supposedly. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, right, so right. No, I'm sorry. yeah, Muslim means that, not 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 Islam. Yeah, yeah, Muslim means submission to God. I think Islam means the same thing. I think oh, I think okay. they both mean the same thing. Islam is the religion, and Muslim is the the religious person. But uh, in practice, in reality, that's not what the Muslims are. They're not. They're not necessarily, I don't think, seemingly, in my in, in my estimation, not submitted to God. You know what well, I mean? They say that and then they, Jesus they, they, was submitted to God, but that's in the Bible. That's nothing about Muslim. They're using this. Right. They're using this language trick to trick right. people, to yeah, fool people with words, wordplay. Yeah, he's slick, dude. That dude was slick, man. He's slick, man. I mean, you know. Um, do you realize there's but 1. that's 8 billion I want to qualify what you're saying because you mentioned that Omar is kind of like Satan or the serpent and they're slick and he's slick. Well, but I that's mean, human nature. Okay. That's not just the Muslims that are like that or the Jews who are yeah, like that. Or hum- cri- there okay. are Christians who are snakes and intellectual and into oh, stuff yeah. like crazy too. Yeah. Every, I, that's I human nature is evil. That. I don't yeah, but when you talk out of both sides of your mouth, okay, I like the New Testament, okay, but I don't like Paul who wrote half the New Testament. Right. Yeah. I have See, a I have I'm a caller about. and super chatter who who is Christian, I think, who also thinks that Paul was a false 
prophet. He cites all the times that, that he takes it. Paul sounds like he's contradicting Jesus, and Paul never met Jesus and all that stuff. So they're yeah, saying... Yeah, he did. Yeah, Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus. Right, that's what I said. Yeah, was, but that's after yeah, Jesus sure died and rose again and, and went up into heaven. So people are saying, oh, that's just what he claims, you know? So well, it's interesting. Well, it's interesting. People don't... It's like people don't believe... That's deism. <laughs> it's kind of like just doubting God or doubting that God could have released. Well, what's the Bible say? The Bible says he had a confrontation with the Almighty One on the road to Damascus. Right. Who wrote Wasn't that? He blinded? Wasn't he blind for three days? Yeah. <laughs> that yep. was that was documented. Okay. Yeah, he um, met with that one I'm, guy with the word name that starts with an A, I think. Uh, Not Ananias, but somebody else. Well, so I was going to say, do you realize there's what there's eight billion people in the world? Okay, wow. There's one there's one point eight billion Muslims, so that's almost twenty percent of the population, right? Okay, twenty five percent. Yeah, Christians are that's a lot. Christians outnumber them right now, right? Yeah, so called. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that just say they're Christians. I know because you know, they go to they go to church for two hours a week, and then they're that's how you know, the Muslims they, feel. This guy didn't feel that. Hamas, if anyone in Hamas committed a rape or some atrocity, that's not a Muslim. And that's how I am with the Christians. That's not a real Christian. Kevin Howe is always criticizing us with, oh, that's the no true Scotsman fallacy. But, in, but you're right. Uh, people claim Christianity, claim uh, all these other religions, and they don't live up to what they pretend that they're about. Well, and it's all about seeking God, you know. I mean, you know, I, I, I really, you know, I didn't really start seeking how many, God. How many Muslims did you say were in the world? One, according to uh, the computer, 1.8 billion. According to J.S. Urban Adventures, there's 2.2 billion Christians, allegedly. Okay. Oh, so 1.8 to 2.2, that's not by much. We don't outnumber them by much, and they're growing because they're making babies like crazy. Right. And we're not. Well, they were... They're spreading them all over the place. Except anyway, there so may I be want, some Africans who are making a bunch of babies who are Christian. You know, I I, I, just, I want to say this, and then I want to talk about that gate, that kid you had on there, and then I'll get off the line. That uh, you know, I know you and I, we, you know, a lot of people and I disagree with that. You know, you know how I feel about Jesus. I believe that He's God and that He spoke the world into existence. And one of the one of the things that I use is, you know, in Revelation twenty two, it says. Uh, he said, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You can't be the beginning and the end and the first and the last unless you're God. How do, how do you so, figure that? You could be the Son of God, the firstborn, the firstborn, one and only Son of God, the firstborn over all creation. The, uh, right, but what I'm saying is... Then, that, you, then you could always, be the first and the last. Because, I, well, I, well, he always existed. Right. Okay? That doesn't but, mean right. that he's God, though. Well, I believe that's he is, make, so, it sounds you know. like an assumption. Maybe it's okay. It's okay. I just wanted to put <laughs> no, that no. Out but there. doesn't it sound like an assumption to you? Mm, not the way I feel. I'm dead set on it. Okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I'm locked in. So, but hey, that kid that you had on that poor that the family that was moving from Florida. Oh, with the transgender kid, so called. Yes. Yeah. Young. Well, well, young person. It's barely a kid. That's like a. That's. Borderline right. adult, maybe even adult. <laughs> is that a sad situation or what? That's messed up. Yeah, it's uh, 
it was pathetic how the father is so weak, the mother is so uh, worrying Dominate. her pretty little head Dominate. about politics. And uh, just yeah, and they're both justifying the 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 young minor. Let's call it a minor. It's called the per the the young man a minor because it's for minors that they banned the surgery, right? That or whatever uh, they banned that medical stuff for the transgenders. Hey, let, me, let me comment on something real quick, man. Something wrote in the chat. Does, does anybody, Bald Man 54 wrote, does any, does he know who wrote Revelations? Yeah, John on the Isle yeah. of Patmos wrote. But yeah, so anyway, so this, uh, the, if you look at that video again, there's one thing you'll notice. There's no God. There's no God in that house. Oh, yeah. It just has family. There was this family spelled out all funny and fancy lettering, and she was yeah, taking she took, that down. And moving right. out but of Florida because DeSantis made her so-called daughter cry. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, huh? I mean, listen, I would just love to be able to get into a time machine, okay? Go back to my sixth grade class, okay? And say, hey, folks, let me show you this, okay? You That's funny. <laughs> I wonder what the other future's going to be. And scare them people half to death, you know what I mean? Because they would freak out, buddy. They would just, they would, they would probably run me out of school. <laughs> That's really funny. You're picturing going back in time to the what eighties or seventies to was, show well, your sh- sixth grade was seventy six. That's for me. that is really funny, man. Because mm-hmm. we never could imagine something like this, right? Never, it wasn't even in our mind. Yeah. You know? Now, that, was there people that were sort of fruity like that? <laughs> but they kept it on the down low, you know what I mean? They right. They didn't go blasting it to everybody like that. They were scared they were going to get beat up. So yeah. they didn't. So they, they never made that transition, you follow what I'm saying? They kept right. it in wraps until they got, like, you know, in their 20s and started going to wherever. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's like I watched this. I, I'll say this and then I gotta go. Okay. Uh, I'll let you go. This uh I watched this uh, movie and I think I forget the name of it, but it's about when AIDS first came out. AIDS? And, and, uh, yeah, In the 80s? I think it's called as yeah, it's as the band played on, I think the name of it. Okay. When they first went into San Francisco when they figured out about the AIDS thing, they they, they thought they were it was getting spread in bathhouses and and these people were more concerned about going into their bathhouses with their buddies then stop an age. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean people are you Im- imagine the things that you're that you're into. You don't want to give that up for uh, like think about the stuff that you do is so bad for your health. Um but like you do it anyway. Drinking. Yeah. Heroin. Yeah. Candy. Uh right. too much caffeine, staying up late, not exercising, stuff just stuff in general. And, and these people are into their passions, and they give way to their vices. They revel in it, so, and they lack self-control. So, of course, they're going to be like that. I mean, there's going to be exceptions to the rule, of course. I mean, there's going to be some ones who are a little bit better di- self-disciplined. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that story. That's interesting, man. Well, what happened was, uh, at that point, there was only about 3,000 cases. Okay. It got sp- yeah, it got spread by some guy that was like a flight attendant on a plane. So he was <sighs> flying from Europe to 
New York. All they the even ha- you're talking about in the eighties. They had male stewardesses. <laughs> well, he was a male something on a plane. Yeah, a flight. Was, a, well, you said flight attendant. attendant. Yeah, and was, usually yeah, those. I don't know if it's usually, but so often those guys are. They don't seem totally normal, <laughs> if you know what I mean. They don't seem well, quite morally have, straight. Well, out of the three thousand cases they had, they tracked down like a, almost a hundred of them to this one guy, and that's why they went to San Francisco. Wow. You know, and anyway, the, the 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 like I said, they were more concerned about uh, keep doing their deal than stopping AIDS when there was three thousand, only three thousand cases so far. So anyway, so wow. It, it, yeah. So, hey, listen. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having me on to talk about Omar and get you know my you know the way I feel about that. Of course. Um, you know these. Uh, it's sad, man. It's sad that these. You know that people can get deceived like that, and and uh, I really feel bad for them because it's just it's just messed up. It's just messed up that they'll they'll fall into that you know trap, man. I mean, it talks about it in the Bible. I mean that that went in. When the disciples came to Jesus and said, what shall be the signs of your coming? He said, uh, make sure no one deceives you, okay? Right. I mean, that's the first but thing that came out of his mouth. That's, right? what I, that's what I mean with you, though, and, and me. Like, there's, there's stuff that's, more, that's subtle that we're, that we're buying, and we got to check ourselves, you know? Like, these things are the, the Muslims and the transgenders and all that stuff. That's obvious to you and me. But there's mm-hmm. stuff that's, that's, I don't know. There's all kinds of lies that that the the Christians, we the Christians, are buying. Well, that's because of the flesh, man. You know, that's. The I know, flesh. but you don't want to just you know, give that ex- have they had, have that as an excuse of oh, it's the flesh because Jesus warned us about deception, deceiving, being deceived. Keep watch, Jesus said, right. Right. I mean, here, like the Jehovah Witnesses. Watch and pray. Literally, he said that. He said, watch and pray so that you don't fall into temptation. But what are we doing? Uh, We're not watching. We're not praying without ceasing. And we're falling into temptation. And then we give the excuse, oh, it's the flesh. Or, uh, I I can't help it. Or, uh, it's not me. And then you just give up. That's my... Who would would want you to give up, okay? Satan. You got to, yeah, you got to... You gotta, you gotta Just press on it. every day. You gotta press on every day. You know, it says take up your cross every day. You gotta keep pushing and yeah. pushing and pushing, and and you're never gonna get perfect. If you yeah, you are. Perfect, it you, says be perfect. Why do you say you're well, never gonna be perfect? The Bible doesn't say that. Uh, yeah, you're taking that out of context. No the only reason why you're perfect is because of the blood of Christ. I know, but it, it also it says you're being sin. perfected. So then you oh, you you're can't not. say you're it never in the Bible never in the Bible does it say you're never going to be perfect. Always in the Bible it says be ye perfect and it also says you are being perfected. So it yeah, doesn't it mean says, that you're never going to be perfect. You're putting that in there. You're adding to the Bible. Well, you're well, you're no, you're a snake I'm, like Omar. Uh, no, I'm using what it says that <laughs> That you'll, you'll never, Are you wearing uh, sunglasses right now? We we can't see your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I Thank told you, you that. It's good. <laughs> no, it says all have come short of the. Uh, I know, short. but it doesn't say all continuously fall short. All will fall short for until the day they die. No, all have fallen short. All do fall. All right, well, then do me a favor. Pray yeah. for me that I become perfect. Nice. All right. How's that? I'll Great call, that, man. man. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas. You buddy. too. Y'all have a good one. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Whew. There is one line open, guys. I appreciate you hanging with me through it. Deborah is a first-time caller from California. Deborah, how you doing? Thanks for holding, calling. Yeah, hey, good morning, hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, you know, all is well, all is well. Sweet. So I wanted to um, add to your caller because it sounds like he was doing a bunch of like cliff notes before he contacted you on Muhammad. Uh huh. In reality, what happened was when the Catholic, when King James authorized the Bible. The Bible was called the Authorized Version, the 1611 Authorized Version. The people named it the King James Bible because when the Inquisition was coming around and burning children at the stake for reciting prayers and verses and what have you, the people rose up and said, this is authorized by King James himself, and they rose up against the Catholic Church with the backing of the king and the king's guards saying, you know, the Catholic Church can no longer condemn us. So they had to go and find another route going to eliminate Christianity because, you know, the Catholic Church is a demonic entity, a branch of Satan. So what they did was they got Muhammad, they mentored Muhammad from a child, they're the ones that put him in the cave, and they're the ones that told him about Gabriel because they had the Jesuits and Ignacio... Loyola is the one that came out and told all of this information, you know, when he truly got saved and turned on the Catholic Church. So the Catholic Church originated Islam, they mentored Muhammad, and they put him there, and they used them to go after the Christians since they no longer could. And that's when they got the Jesuit order to infiltrate Christianity. Billy Graham was a Now, when you say say the Catholics... Uh, the ca- the Catholics versus the Christians. You're talking about the Catholics versus the Protestants, right? Or uh, right? Or, or, or no, no. This is this is far after the Protestants. This is like when Christianity, true Bible believing, God fearing people. Protestants is just a branch off of the Catholic Church. Oh, so you have all of these churches that are you know based on the Catholic Church. A true Christian, a King James Bible-believing, God-fearing Christian, we read the Bible, and our mentor is Jesus Christ. We don't go through a priest or a pastor or anybody, any human. Our our, our, mediator Uh is Jesus Christ between us and God. So we don't depend on man to, you know, we... But you kind of do if you're, but if you, you kind of do if you, if you think about, if you're into the Bible believing stuff, because men put that together and decided that this was the right one and this one wasn't the right one. Yeah. So they're believing in men and not God. No, 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 no. It was breathed through the Holy Ghost. You have 54 top scholars in the days of King James, and these men spoke a minimum of six languages up to 13 languages. But they do you hear yourself? six or seven hours every single day, and they got together in three groups, one in Cambridge, one in Oxford, and one in, Mis- in Westminster. Now, these 54 men, of course, after seven years, which, of course, is the number of completion and the number of perfection, it took them seven years. Unknowingly, it was going to take seven years. 
it ended with 47 because some of them died, some of them got kicked off, some of them just left. So it started with 54 of the top scholars who were God-fearing men. You're not talking about men of today. I know, you're but you're still about talking about men, men period. You're talking men, men. You're, you just, yeah, I just those, got through God saying the Bible is put together by peace. men, and you risk, listed off all of the amazing qualities of these men who spoke a bunch of languages, prayed six or seven hours a day, they took seven years, they weeded out... Um, a handful out of that fifty-four to forty-seven. Do you, do you believe? Top do you believe that God has? Do you believe that God has all power? Yeah, or I so think so. I don't has, know. He has. The, do you believe that God has the power to choose men that are going to preserve His perfect word? Yeah, of course. If you, yeah. Okay. Well, then He did that. He. Pre- well, how do you know that? It's a jumping to conclusions. Preserve. No, I'm not jumping to conclusions yeah? because if you think you're saying that God did that, Holy, but you don't know that. If you yes, I do know that. If you've been convicted by the Holy Ghost, yeah. and you study the King James Bible, and you recognize the attack on the King James Bible, and how many perverted versions of the Bible are being made right now since, you know, the late 70s, all of a sudden you have all of these perverted Bibles coming out right. that have added to and taken away... Just like, you know, you're accusing that man of adding to the Bible. Right. Now you have Westcott and Hort. Westcott and Hort were at the center of this because you have the Alexandrian text, which was found, you know, the Vaticanian text, which was found in the garbage of the Vatican, barely touched because it was so perverted, even the Catholic Church wouldn't use it. And all of these the New Age Bibles that are coming out, the New King James, the New Living Translation, the New uh, International Perversion, all of these Bibles are based on the Alexandrian text. Now, the King James Bible is based on the majority text, where 5,995 of the texts matched exactly, and that where is the seventh in the lineage of the um, majority text, because you have the Geneva Bible, you have the Matthews Bible, the Coverdale Bible, you have the Great Bible, and um, there's like two others, I forgot what the other two are. So anyways, I just wanted to give you that bit of tidbit, uh-huh. because, you know, Jesse, Jesse never lets me talk. <laughs> <laughs> but you're rattling off all this information about stuff that happened, and and pointing out other wrongdoing to make your to make your assumptions seem better by comparison, which they are, you know, better by comparison. This has nothing to, but it doesn't make it nothing to do with me, Hake. I'm, not, does, I'm not the one that But you're rattling off stuff that other people said and and I don't like the word I don't like the word rattling, okay? I've, I've <laughs> are you rattling? You're rattling 13, off. Woman? <laughs> I have thirteen years of research and studies into this because I was an atheist. Yeah. You know, I Those was atheists. atheist California yeah, in California, you know, I was a party girl, big time party girl. I born in East LA, grew I can up, tell. you know. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <around. laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We speak English. Um Yeah, I know, so do I. Is it but, is it D E B R A? Deborah? I'm sorry? Is it D E B R A? Why does everybody try to simplify my name? I am not uh, a no. simple woman. Okay, no, I'm it just reading it how they... B-O-R-A-H. Okay, Deborah. like the Bible one. Deborah. Exactly. Yes. Sweet. And the Bible, she was a judge, and that's, you know, we are to judge with righteous judgment. You know, we're supposed to recognize, hey, yeah. 
am I going to go hang out with my ex-partiers, or am I going to go and do a Bible study? You know, it's like, that's the judgment that God's talking about. TDS, I'm reading the chat, and uh, TDS says, sounds like ego. Uh, maybe maybe it's referring to all those years of of research and study that you've done, and well, that that sounds like uh, ignorant ignoramus. How about that? But he may be an <laughs> ignoramus, but you're still puffed up on ego because you. No, you... I just I just want I just want to get the facts out because you know it sounds like your listener was really speaking the truth, which I've seen. I mean, I've been watching you guys for seven years. Nice. You know? And I've seen you come up. I've I've seen your struggles and, and how you've overcome them. You know, you were you were a little um, I don't know. <laughs> you had kind of a difficult time with your show in the beginning, and now you've gotten so much better. I've been following you guys. Cool, but thank you. I'm just saying, I very rarely call in, so yeah. it's not like if I wanted to call in, I would have called in seven years ago and you know told Jesse exactly what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> it's and great no, to it's hear not, from you. you know, it's just a lot. I want to get the facts out, and this gentleman caller sounds like he's really seeking, and he's like halfway there, and I wanted to throw in, you know, how the Vatican, you know, the Black Pope and the Jesuit Order are behind Islam and and the whole, you know, slaughtering. So the Jesuits are are Catholics? Yes, Jesuits. And the Jesuits Jesuits are like the CIA of the Vatican. And so the Jesuits were the ones who mentored Muhammad? Yes. Okay, interesting. Cool. And they are the one, and the, well, the Vatican ordered them to, of course. I'm not sure, you know, the, it was the Black Pope. I'm not sure if the Jesuits themselves did. I don't know exactly who did it, but it was. But it was ca- the, Catholic the Catholic Church. Church, because the people were no longer going to put up with the Inquisition. They were no longer afraid. They, they woke up to the lies of the Catholic Church, you know, penance and uh, purgatory and all that nonsense. They started waking up to it all because they were able to read the Bible for themselves. Are you on the road? They were able- I am. Yeah, because it sounds like you're on either Bluetooth or something, but I can understand you, so I'm putting up with it. <laughs> and it's your first <laughs> time calling, so we're being nice. <laughs> Well, I've been meaning to call, you know, to give you my support because you're doing so well. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I'm, appreciate I'm, it. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know if proud is the right word to say because who am I to be proud of you, you know? I mean, I'm just a, I'm just a girl nice. in the world. Right <laughs> on, Deborah. To live my life. <laughs> so, I, I definitely like appreciate, I appreciate the history lesson, but I would watch your assumptions. People jump to conclusions and it sounds logical. I don't care what people do. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you. King King. I, I'm the daughter of the King of King and Lord of Lords, and I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> nice. I've been convicted by the Holy Ghost. Are you and Hispanic? Started, Is that why you're speaking Spanish just now? Sí, yo soy Latina. Okay, nice. Um, but everybody thinks, you know, I'm, I'm a straight-up white girl, too. I was born in the, you know, I grew up in, in Downey, in the Valley. Nice. So Not the, not the San Fernando Valley, valley the, San, the San Gabriel Valley. Whoa! I don't know. I was like down in California. Downey is not the Sa- the San Fernando Valley. So when people say the Valley, no. they normally think San Fernando Valley, but this is a San well, Gabriel Valley. Think? That's cool. Well, I, do I like Downey. Downey. Well, it's not what it used to be. I'll tell you that. Yeah. When we grew up, it was like upper middle class. Now, you know, in the seventies, 
But then I moved to Hermosa Beach, so, you know, I'm beautiful. the skating queen of Hermosa Beach. Another beautiful yes. area. Good for you. Yes. <laughs> it's great to hear from you. I just signed a lease in Palos... I, found, I just signed a lease in Palos Verdes. Nice. I want well, don't to come dox, down. Don't dox your location, Deborah. But, well, yeah, right well, on. You know, how many people go to Palos Verdes? Hello. It's beautiful. I know, but how many people actually go there? Oh, yeah. Not not many. Yeah. Unless you belong there, you really don't go there. Yeah, it's kind of tough to get around. People aren't going to spend the gas. You know, are they really going to spend $50 It's hard to find parking, to be honest. Some yep. places. Anywhere in the beach cities, it's hard to find parking. Yeah. That's why you got to be on the inside and you got to be in the know. <laughs> Just like I am with the King James Bible. See, I'm on the inside and I'm in, I'm in, in the know because I've studied it and I've been convicted. Within a week of getting saved, yeah. I became King James only. Now, I'll tell you, the, uh, the, the Bible... Whatever Bible you read, including even the liberal ones, like I read the NIV when I was a kid. Um, those those Bibles, there's true things in them, so it's I can definitely see. Okay, uh, people... what is what is the last the last chapter, the the biggest warning that God gives us in Revelation twenty two? I don't know. Do not add to or take away from the book of His prophecy. The NIV took out 62,000 words. Yeah, they, did, they translated thoughts according to, um, and, according and to Bill And there Lockwood. was a lesbian transgender on the translating committee. Oh, really? Are you serious? Wow. Yep. <laughs> Way serious. back in the 90s? Are you talking about in no, the 80s no, no, and no, 90s? No, this, this is the 70s. 70s. Wow. Yeah. International, in the 70s, there was a globo homo, globo homo liberal, globalist version. Yeah. Okay, okay, last last question, Deborah. Flat Earth or Baltard? Flat Earth. Oh, you are? All the way, baby. (laughs) Firmament with an ice wall border. (laughs) Firmament with an ice wall border. All right, I got to go, Deborah. Nice talking with you. Call me again. Have a blessed day. Yes, have a blessed day, Jake. All right. All right. Love you guys. Yeah, you too. Bye. Nice. Wow. I got to get to Daniel in Texas, who's been on hold forever. Daniel, thanks for calling, man. And Holden, what's up? Thank you for having me, James. Of course. Uh, David's absolutely right about people with sunglasses. Um, I, I, uh, I that, they're, that some- sunglasses are windows to the soul, and they're hiding something. They're snakes. They're, they're hiding something. Mm-hmm. He, he's on to something, because I, I just... Innately, I've always been wary of people with sunglasses. Yeah, and uh, and when and when he said that, it, it just hit the nail on the head. He's absolutely right about that. Yeah, do do not trust somebody with sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it. Yeah, that's okay. fair. I I'm thinking about one of the guys whom I like to watch, and he started wearing sunglasses recently. Um, uh, who's that guy from? Uh, Nightwave Radio, Mersh. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was on. He was on the Fallen State alongside his co-host of who's runs Daywave Radio, the Hispanic guy, Cuban, I think. Uh, I'm blanking on them. Anybody know? Uh, anyway. Yeah, but yeah, something about it. Yeah, it, I didn't like it when he started wearing the sunglasses, and I understand it. Sometimes he he. 
Omar thinks his eyes look ugly. Maybe he has a lot of Muslims or Arab people have sort of dark circles around their eyes, maybe? Or certain people yeah, have... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. My question, did you know, or, or are you familiar with the Confederate monument at Arlington Cemetery being taken down? Oh, is this the one? I think I might have it somewhere. Uh, did you cover it on JLP or something? I did not. I think I have... Let's see. Uh, did I put it in this folder? Um, was it recently that it was taken down? It's like been, the past day or two? They're take, well, the past couple of days, so it, it hasn't been that long. Ago. Okay. Yeah, um, I think I did hear about it, though. I have not covered it, no. Yeah. Confederate so there, sculpture. There, it's, it's a sculpture, right? Yes, yes. It's a uh, round old monument. Let me put this and, in the folder. Hassan, I'm putting Confederate sculpture, uh, something, something, something in the folder. Go ahead, Daniel in Texas. Um, anyway, it, it's, it's just another one of these statues that are, you know, being taken down, just like the, the Lee statue and yeah. all the other Confederate monuments. Uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest taken down. Um, are you for that or against it or indifferent? Oh, absolutely against it. I mean, that's just, um, and you're not, uh, you're not a, you're not a lost cause. You're not a pro Confederacy guy. Like, like I I'm, sort of am. No, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm just a guy that knows that the, uh, civil war is the most important time in American history. Yeah. I'm just that guy. I have a picture let me read this picture. Uh, somebody posted this maybe on Twitter, on X, and I saved it to yesterday, and it was a liberal. I guess this was from the Washington Post, Getty Images, photo of this relief sculpture around, oh no, yeah, around so, sculpture. So it was a circular, amazing yes. sculpture. From, it's it, a beautiful sculpture. Yeah, unveiled in 1914 by American sculptor Moses Jacob Ezekiel. Sounds Jewish to me. But might have been Christian, <laughs> but, but, but it's beautiful. Monument. I don't care. <laughs> um, it says other figures on this monument include a black woman depicted as a mammy carrying an infant of a white officer and a black man following his owner to war, according to the cemetery, which that's cool. I mean, that's what's wrong. What's wrong with that? It's including the, it's nothing. inclusive. It's including the blacks in truth. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong is they're taking it down. That's yeah. What's wrong. It's yeah. a terrible thing. I hate to see it. Now, they say they're moving it to another location, or they, uh, they're going to attempt to move it to another location, but uh, the, you know, their track record on what they do with these statues is basically destroying them. So yeah. I mean, they, they, they melted down the General Lee uh, beautiful statue from Charlottesville, right? Um, yes. American yes. Anchor Baby covered that on his show back after that happened. I haven't covered it, but he... I think he played a clip of it. I think JLP also played a clip of them melting that guy's face down. Yeah. Isn't it true that General Lee did not want any monuments to him? He did say that. Yeah. He did say that. But uh But they did it. But they did it and they, he he deserved it, I think. I mean that makes him more honorable not wanting that. <laughs> you know? Well, I you know, I will tell you, uh, you know, I'll be the first person to tell you that General Lee um I, I, he, he's going to put on, you know, this this kind of humble, 
you know, thing. But he knows he's the best. Yeah, you know, we, that's we funny. joke around about ego. Oh, you have an ego. No, I don't. You have an ego. Uh-huh. Lee had an ego. You think <laughs> Lee didn't have an ego? We all have egos. Right. Lee knew he. Lee knew he was the best. He knew he was the best. Yeah. You know, he wasn't like, oh, you know, I don't know if I need all these uh, supplies to, you know, go go give some of them to, you know, Braxton Bragg over there. I think I have enough. <laughs> you know, I'm humble. And, no. He was like, <laughs> so I he need pl- all these things. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, um, I, oh, I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. It's, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, when, when I go on my tirades about the Civil War, and when it is known that it is lost for the Confederacy, and how it went straight into the end, and that's a hill I will die on. Um, every once in a while, uh, I, th- I think it was uh, the la- the one time I called, and I was saying that Gettysburg was not a major Confederate defeat, and it's not the turning point of the war. And then you said something like. Right, we don't know those. We may not know those things at the time. Right, um, like we know that these things now. Um, I got a bone to pick with you. All right, uh, it was never, even though it's a big battle, it was never then nor now the turning point of the war. Wow, that's that's the bone I had to pick with you. And then the other one was um, I, I, the last time I called, I said. Uh, so Gettysburg was not a turning point. It was a big no. battle, but it was not a turning point like it's people presented. It's not a turning it point. No, yeah. it's not a massive Confederate defeat because Lee campaigns into uh, the Union. He has a terrible uh, attrition with the Union, and he leaves in a retreat with supplies to continue campaigning. Okay. It's not a defeat by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But, um, and, and Lincoln knew it was not a defeat. Lincoln was there. He wrote a, a scathing letter to Meade. He wisely did not send it to Meade, his general at the time. That's funny. And he was saying that he was greatly disappointed and that this war has been extended indefinitely. Yeah. It, w- it was not a good look at all. For the it, North. For the North. Wow. It, it was a... It was not a good look at all. Lee got away. Uh huh. Did not. And poor Meade. You know, and poor Meade. M e a d. M e a d e. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a he's general looked, in Gettysburg. He's a general in Gettysburg. He's the Union commander. Uh huh. And he is doing it. He basically has this battle report of this, this horrendous affair that he's taking on this damage assessment and he doesn't pursue Lee because he's probably in shock. Yeah. And Lee is able to get away. Lee is bogged down on the river. There's a terrible weather and he's bogged down for, I believe 10 days. And he, uh, he still is able to escape and Lincoln is beside himself. Lincoln just cannot believe that Meade let him get away. But poor, you know, but I mean, Meade's dealing with the effects of this major uh, battle. And it's not a turning point in the war. Lee escapes with many provisions. Uh, he escapes with months and months worth of um, reserves that will allow him to continue campaigning. It's it's not a good look for the North. Wow. Now, um, I want to address a couple of points in the chat. Because John, let's see, John Frederick says nearly all history is speculation. Isn't that interesting? All right, good for him. Do you agree with that? 
Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, nearly all. Well, I guess. I guess. I mean, history is not necessarily truth. History, you know, like history. It's what we have. Yeah, it's what we, we have. Know, so we're we're we fill in blanks sometimes wrongly. Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you every single battle maneuver. And nor do we even know people's hearts or intentions necessarily. Yeah, exactly. But what I can tell you is that the Civil War ended when it ended. And it didn't end before that. And, uh, okay, of Aaron C. says that he argues, it sounds like he's arguing that Gettysburg, he says it was a turning point. He doesn't say Gettysburg. He says General Pickett lost his whole division. Doesn't matter. Lee was not impressed with Pickett. All right, and Pickett was a Pickett was a Confederate guy. He was a Confederate. He was a uh, division commander under uh, James Longstreet, and he was ordered to lead assaults that largely failed. Is the Pickett Pettigrew assault? Uh-huh. And um, John Bell Hood's brigade was a part of that. And John Bell Hood begged um, Longstreet if he could maneuver around. Longstreet denied his request. And Longstreet really should have had an open mind with some of these things. <laughs> and a lot of blame is played. We could talk about Gettysburg for days. Yeah. Um, but, my, but I am dying on that hill. It was not the <laughs> turning point of the war. Nice. Come at me, bro. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, <laughs> right on. I appreciate the, uh, the tips and the history lessons, Daniel, in <laughs> Texas. And after the failed assault, and Lee was not impressed with um, with Pickett. Okay. And later in the war, he saw Pickett marching because at the time, Lee said, "General, where's your division?" And he said, "General, I have no division." And Lee went and rounded up the stragglers of Pickett's division. Lee was not impressed with Pickett. Yeah. And later in the war, when he saw Pickett marching, he said to Longstreet, "My God, is that man still with this army?" Longstreet. Defended Pickett tirelessly. Longstreet really liked Pickett. Okay. And he groomed Pickett pretty well, and he groomed him for, for higher commands. But, but Pickett uh, really was not up for it. And <laughs> Pickett suffered a lot of blame that he probably shouldn't have suffered. And um, the artillery officer, um, uh, <clears throat> I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Anyway, he places the blame at Lee's feet. He places the blame. Lee should not have um, pressed in the manner that he did. There's a lot of blame to go around, a lot of finger yeah. pointing. Right. Um, Lee Lee did kind of point fingers at uh, his second corps commander, uh, Richard Ewell, and that caused a lot of problems for him, and that allowed... Jubal Early to take Yule's position, and, and Yule looked at Jubal Early like he was a shit, cheap stealing dog around the camp because of all that. And a lot of that did come out of Gettysburg, but Gettysburg is not a turning point of the war. Okay. Huh. Very interesting, man. So, was Lincoln... Um, was Lincoln? Ed, Edward, Edward Porter Alexander is the, is the name that I was trying to think of for the artillery commander that placed the blame at Lee's feet. Was Lincoln good or evil? Uh, he's just, he's a man. Okay, so he was evil. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> then everybody's evil, right? Let's <laughs> be fair. Yeah. Interesting, man. I appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Oh, the other bo- the other bone I wanted to pick with you was um, uh, last time I called you said uh, 
I said, uh, after Lee's surrender, there's still scores of thousands of Confederates in arms, but that marks the end of the war as Lee's surrender. And he said, so there are still something, some uh, shots being fired after the war. Right. But that, that's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is that the heart of the Confederacy is in Lee. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dang. He was like the Kobe Bryant or he, the he, Michael he, Jordan he, of the South. He's the, it's, it's not President Jefferson Davis. It's not anybody else. It's Lee. As long as Lee is able to fight, the Confederacy lives on. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Okay. But, yeah. That's why, that's why I need you to know that if you're going to be an ardent Confederate. I can't have you. I can't, <laughs> I can't, have, nice. you, I can't have you questioning Lee. Right. Uh, have I questioned Lee? Uh, no, no, not directly. Okay. Yeah, no, just no, no. only just by me, ignorance. Just, just, just me teasing you. <laughs> right on, man. Thanks again, uh, okay. Daniel. All right, I'll let you go. All right, take care. Bye. Wow. Ah, oh, man. I have more calls to get to. I have uh, some stories to cover, too. Don't lock your knees when you're standing, by the way, guys. But it's time, it's almost time for some music, so I'm just going to dive right into some music. Uh, this track is, it's a quick short break, all right? I'm going to get back before the end of this first hour. But I want to just get right to it. It's uh, Sufjan Stevens, all right? He does some nice Christmas songs, or did, 20 years ago or so, give or take. And this track is called Only at Christmas Time. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. I don't think that you will dislike it too much. Except those of you who don't like soft-spoken beta stuff, which I understand. But here it is, Sufjan Stevens, S-U-F-J-A-N. Stevens. He was like part Middle Eastern or something. Or is. And a liberal. But a Christian. So, take it or leave it. I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 1 and all of Hour 2. Joel Friday is going to be coming up right after Hague today, so I gotta end on time. See you soon.
Wasn't that nice? I think it was. This guy does nothing but whine and sigh. He is not singing, says Doom Jesus. Kind of a carbon copy of Elliot Smith, but not really. Oh, you mean the guy who put a steak knife in his own heart, according to, uh, according to that half-Japanese, GD half-Japanese girl who also dated the Weezer guy right in front of her? Allegedly. Rest in peace. Um, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. Sorry for that terrible story, I guess. Uh, shout out to Sufjan Stevens. Let me double check for any super chats that may have come in, guys. I like to stay relatively on top of those. I do appreciate them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yesterday I was remiss in not reading the super chats. Ah. Let me get to some calls first before I get to these super chats, okay? All right? Uh, man. William in California has been on hold forever. William, thank you for calling, man. Go ahead. Oh, thank you for taking my call. How you doing, man? Doing fine. All righty. I was down there uh, your way. I was telling Nick I was down there, uh, down there in Southern California this weekend, me and a girl, and um, got caught up in your. Uh, yeah, some nice weather down there too. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like warm, but not oh, too it was warm. Nice. It's uh, a little cooler now. It's rain, a slight bit of rain now. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. we're getting hammered out here. Okay, we're getting hammered. I don't know how many inches, but it's been raining here. I would say a drizzle and a light rain consistently since Friday. Wow. So, but when we got off the plane down there, which, oh, God, I was telling Nick we shouldn't have flew. I told her, why'd you get tickets? Uh, we got caught in that stuff on 110. Okay. That uh, demonstration they had on 110. Oh, you did? Wow. Yes, I did. So those, so those Jewish... Anti-war protesters, pro-Palestinian mm-hmm. Jewish protesters, liberals, yeah. I think, uh, got stopped their cars, got out of their cars, I think, yeah. and stopped the traffic, and you got stuck there. The one time yeah. you come visit, and they I shut was going to come see you guys. Me and me and my my, my old lady were going to go. We were going to stop by, but oh, man. I didn't know I was coming. Yeah. I really didn't go. I, I did. I didn't call it. Call you Friday. Yeah, but uh, she. All of a sudden, I, I went somewhere and came back, and she was here. She okay. walks in and picking clothes out, and what is this? What do I have to do now? She okay, says, I'm going to L.A. Remember to see my friends. That's so funny. I said we should have actually drove. Yeah, because it's just too close. And we got caught up in that. Um, well, I mean, it's a nice flight though, because it's only like a couple of hours. It's not less. even that. Yeah. It's, I don't <laughs> think it's a, couple, it's a couple of hours trying to do it. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's only a 15-minute, 20-minute flight. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So I said, no, we should have. I forgot that you wanted to come down here. We were at Malibu. Okay, nice. It's, it's, but y'all's weather was nice. Oh, yeah. It was like mid-70s. Yep. I know. 
But your caller, he covered something that I was going to cover. I'm going to leave it alone because he's he's really good. Dan's really good with history. Yeah. Really good. Daniel. Daniel from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good with history. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen the story about the statue. Yeah, and, wasn't that a shame? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I think they're going to destroy so this one. I think it's getting relocated, though. Yeah, because it was made by a Jew. <laughs> it was nicely done. Those A lot of those Jews are very talented. Well, those, that's a nice statue. Yeah. Uh, what was the guy's name? The, Show that again, Hassan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Papa. That's a nice one. It was that was beautiful. at Arlington. So it's like a pillar, and this mm-hmm. relief sculpture, very, yeah. very, very thick relief, like their whole head is outside of the yeah. sculpture, goes around yeah. the whole pillar of mm-hmm. this monument. Moses, Jacob, Ezekiel. Those are biblical names, but they're Old Testament names. That's what makes me think that it's a Jewish guy. <laughs> Unveiled in 1914, 60 years or so, 50 years after the uh, so-called Civil, Civil War. War. Mm-hmm. But still, it's, um, it's, a, it's a monument to the honorable men and women of the, of the South, including the blacks. Yeah. What the heck? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean... They, they're doing a, <clears throat> excuse me. They're doing a disservice by doing this stuff, and um, it, it doesn't make any sense. They did it with the uh, what's that Fort Hood? Um, they changed the name of that one. Oh yeah, they're getting rid of the beautiful Confederate uh, general. General taking statues down. They're 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 just doing this. It's it's just basically now. Let me tell you what this is. I heard it's, that. I heard that the. Let me interrupt briefly to Go say ahead. that I heard that the female, black female president of Harvard was taking down the names, removing the names, re- reducing the visibility of white men on, mm-hmm. uh, at Harvard. Mm-hmm. Was she the Harvard one, the black female, short hair? Yeah. Kind yeah. of relative. I, I kind of liked her no. look. No, no, don't, don't do it. Don't okay. do it. <laughs> Fine. Don't Just for it. you all. Go ahead. It's not Because it's not true. And I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like you. You know, that's just... No. Uh, you, look, beauty comes from within. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, so we went to uh, one of your restaurants down there, Granada Hills uh, Odyssey. Go up there. That's a nice place. Okay. Nice food. Good food. I recommend it. All right. And can I do a shout out? Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, shout out to Red Dirt Farm and Blazing Hogs. Where a pig's booty is pork, best pork in town. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Mark, in California. Nice, Rick and Keith. You're on fire yesterday. On oh yeah, fire. Okay. Um, usually, when people overreact to things that men say, it's usually <laughs> when it's true. Yeah, that's true. Because. I notice how you don't even make a big deal out of some people that are so goofy, they don't even know how to pronounce your name. So let's go down the list. It's here, not her. (laughs) It's Hake, not Hank. Right. It's called reading comprehension, okay? Yeah. And you'll never get a merge call with me because I'll destroy you. And I don't want to get into that stuff. Leave that alone. I'll say what I want. i do what I want. Yeah. I make my life, I do what I got to do to make it. And I don't need none of your tards 
sitting up there. I'm not going to merge call with any, uh, give you any time on that. But um, back to the serious stuff, that statue should have been left alone. Yeah. It's okay. I think they're going to relocate it. It's not okay, but it's okay because life goes on. It's well, wrong, life goes on. But That's life right. goes on. And I it's did hear, uh, Dan's right. I heard that that was not a turning point of the war. Okay. So Dan's pretty good with his history. Yeah. So is Asmodor. Oh, yeah. Our resident historian himself. Yeah. 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 But uh, I just wanted to, I, I was down that way. I started to stop by, but I, but we didn't because, you know, like I said, I got caught on that 110 and that demonstration. Um, not good. Yeah, that's terrible about those people shutting down the freeway. That's so rude and stupid. Yeah. Well, there was a younger person standing on the side of the, This is not... Wait a minute. This is like the second time in a month, isn't it, for me? I was on the Bay Bridge. Oh, getting stuck and on... Tra- oh, yeah, it. you were yeah. stuck in traffic. That's yeah. funny that you just realized that. Yeah, so I told this youngster, I said, uh, he was hanging out with his friends, and they were kind of into it. And I, and people say William's a hypocrite because he doesn't do anything for his community. But I sat there and talked to some black kids that were like between the ages of seventeen and nineteen, and I gave them the best advice I could give them. I'm not giving you any money. Yeah, I'm gonna give you some advice that'll save your life. Right. And I said, look here, guys, you guys should go home. Yep. They were like, this is not right. I said, no, you should go home. You're gonna get your name messed up for the rest of your life. Oh yeah, good point. You you don't want to be an activist much you don't of the time. Do that. Yeah, you you for whether yeah, you're they for were good or for confused, evil. Though. You know you they were young. You know what I'm saying, James? Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I said no, no, no. Let me let me let me say something to you, bro. Um, I don't think your parents would be happy with the results of this. Right. If you get caught up too deep in this, because this is this is a demonstration. These are arrests. Right. And you have to think twice about what you were arrested for because it will potentially follow you the rest of your life. Yeah. Now that I can give you. Wow. That I can give you. That's my gift to you. There's my help in the black community. You need to leave this alone. Yeah. Young man. Even though even though even if though the, these people are liberals and the world is liberal, the establishment is on the side of the liberals, that's still not a re- you're still going to mess up you still mess up your life and because you're you, standing you mess your life up. Um, none of that stuff works. None yeah. of that stuff has paid anybody, but the people on top, right? All that black stuff doesn't work. Doesn't pay anybody, but the people on top, as a matter of fact, since we're talking about that, I know you've seen where the girl, the black girl set the Jewish jeweler up over in Pleasant Hill and, uh, perfectly left the door open for her, gorillas to come and try to rob him, but he pulled out his, his gun, and they all scrambled. Oh, wow. And they were lucky that his German shepherd was at the groomer. <sighs> See? But I'm going to give you some information. This Black Lives Matter thing... Yeah. Uh, didn't I tell you that it um, is not helping them? Because they're getting arrested. Didn't I tell you a lot of women are getting arrested? Black women? It's an alarming amount. For and crimes? they always say the same thing, James. You can't touch me. Yeah. I know my rights. 
I'm not getting arrested, and then just simply resisting. These yeah. things are not good for you. And Black Lives Matter is getting you in a lot of trouble. Yep. But um, I guess a hard head make a self, soft tail, right? Yep, true. Thank you, William. Yeah, you and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Take care. All righty. All right. Bye. Mark in California is on the line. Mark, I have a super chat for you um, in California. Thanks for holding, man. Yes, sir. Do you um, want? Thanks for taking the call. Of course. Um, Before you get started, want... do you want to hear this super chat question? Yes. Someone bought a coffee yesterday saying, why does this caller constantly refer to black people as Negroes? Is it to be antagonistic? You've already answered this question once, but go ahead. It's because that's what they've been described as in Encyclopedia Britannica. And up until the late 60s, that was how they were described. And you were, so around, you were around before the late 60s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of stubborn that way, too. I, I hold on to the old way of referring to people because I find it more accurate. And, and it's not to be antagonistic, necessarily. It is because of stubbornness holding on to what it is. We don't need to be changing the language to be all palatable for these nice and nicey nice to these evil people. Well, you see, it never changed until the 60s. It went from Negro to black, right. and that wasn't good enough form, so it went to African American. So this is how they, you know, it, they, it's basically said because I just don't like the people who insisted on changing it. Yeah. Let's, you know, Makes let's sense. put it that way. I don't want to appease evil. Yeah. Okay, and oh, but here's the two things I called for, and I, I'll, I'll say what they are, then we could discuss it if you want. One, and this is very, very disheartening, uh, they're, they're about ready to graduate the first illegal alien from the LAPD, um, you know, uh, training. Be the first. Yeah. <laughs> so they reject Joel Friday, all American, yep. white on the inside, 30% white on the outside, black. <laughs> Joelle Friday, well, upstanding, open-minded, but, Christian, right. we, American, and they ex- and they graduated an illegal alien for LAPD. <laughs> they're on the verge of it, and they're, go- they're ha- it's, this is coming from Gavin Newsom. Just to let you know, oh, this wow. is coming all the way from the top. He's a scoundrel. Yeah, but um, they're having a problem getting them getting them gun permits because they're illegal aliens. So they're going around it. They're using legal maneuvers yeah. to allow illegal aliens to get guns when they're trying to take our guns as American citizens. They're yeah. also trying to get illegal aliens into the Army. Do you see what's happening? They are replacing us. Just like my brother said in Charlottesville several years ago, it's happening. Yeah. They're going to be arresting you and I for having guns when they're not even supposed to be here. Then they're giving them the power. They want them to vote. They want them to uh, be cops, be in the army. So they're basically, this is their army to take us over. Wow. And the other thing, the other thing I want to say real quick, and I don't mean to jump around, but I just don't want to forget to tell you the new chief of staff for Gascon, this scumbag district attorney 
is a white-hating negress who actually admitted her evil and said that when she was uh, a teenager in 1992, she proudly bragged that she was a looter, one of the looters from the Rodney King riot. Wow. Yeah, bragged about it. George Gascon's... Now, you just said negress. I don't think that's the right term, isn't it? Negro lady or something like that? Yeah, either way. I mean, I've heard negress before. uh, I've heard that term. I've I've heard it from you and maybe... I don't know. That seems diminut... That sounds like... Not diminutive. That seems... That seems like you're saying it with disdain. If you knew who this woman was... No, yeah, I... I, You would have disdain. Right, I understand that. She's sounds like she's evil. And that's George Gascon's what? Chief of Staff. Oh, wow. And that's a pretty strong position. I saw this on Newsmax yesterday. Yeah. And it profiled this witch. She hates the cops. She hates, she doesn't believe in prison. Yeah, she works for the district attorney, and she doesn't believe in prison. She's she's a Black Lives Matter supporter, and she's supporting defunding the police. Did you know that yeah, George Gascon was a Cuban? He was he's Cuban, right? He yeah. he used to be Republican because many Cubans are Republicans. So I think he used to be Republican, and now he's just a Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black Lives Matter endorsed. They endorsed him. Communist. Soros. Yeah. Soros. Soros and the Netflix CEO and his wife. I always bring that up because I read that in one of these, one of these beautiful papers from San yes, Valley and this, that somebody's written on. Right, and this stunt of allowing this criminal act, actually, of allowing um, uh, illegals in our army and our police department. Yeah, uh, it's it, this poison is spreading to other states. I saw where in Illinois they have a communist governor, Pritzker. Real evil man. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to uh, get illegals on the Chicago police force. Durbin, the other commie that runs that's in the Senate from uh, Dick the Crooked State of Illinois. Yeah. Her, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. He um, is proposing legislation to allow illegals in the military because we. Oh, can't yeah. I played them. that clip. Yeah. He wants the illegals yeah. in the military. And his argument is, well, we can't get enough Americans. Well, if they drop the LGBT nonsense and the liberalism and get rid of uh, some of these top uh, dogs that are nothing but deep state, white-hating, Trump-hating devils, we might get more recruits. But um, to to allow them on the police department or in the Army is treason to me. So Pritzker, what's Pritzker, what's J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois, doing? He's trying to get uh, illegals to uh, be on the police force in Chicago oh. and the whole state. Yeah. He wants them uh, everywhere. You know, they're having a hard time keeping cops in Chicago wow. because they got a, a crackpot mayor oh, who's yeah. a white hair. I don't know where. That's, see, that's communism. Destroy it and build it back up in your image. Get the white, get the white independent thinking men and, and some independent thinking women to leave the police force and the military and then replace it with people who will be compliant to your false values. That's crazy. Oh, absolutely crazy. And they don't care. It's in your face evil. Yeah. Um, 68% of the American public wants to deport illegal aliens, not right. just oppose amnesty, but they want them deported, 68%. And these clowns 
white-hating politicians are putting on police forces and in the army so they can arrest us. Yeah. They want to give them the power to arrest <laughs> us. Boy, is that bad. They're not going after the left-wingers. You know, look who I just described. I, I wish I would have got her name, but this chief of staff for Gascon, is she the future face of law enforcement? Think about that. Yeah. Tiffany Town and Blacknail, maybe. That sounds right. Yeah, I, I tried to forget her name. Uh-huh. I'm trying to forget her face. You know, I wish she would just go away. A proud but former looter, like according to Fox News. Pardon me? A proud former looter per Daily Mail and and Fox News. Yeah, she she admits to her evil. Wants to abolish yeah. prisons and defund the police. Wow, what a mess. Yeah, yeah to be chief of staff for the DA, that's a pretty... Uh, powerful position. Yeah. You remember, um, James, we tried to recall uh, this Gascon. And uh, they would the, remember that? Vaguely. And, I forgot about that, I guess. Yeah, well, they failed at the ballot box, supposedly, if you could trust the elections here. Yeah. And the second time we tried to get him, they said that uh, too many of the signatures weren't right, which was a lie. The people that count those things are the same people. Now, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but the same people that, you know, right. Uh, Dis- I'll say may have. Liberals, Trump. dishonest people. Yeah, yeah. Right. The people that count the votes. Yeah. Like Stalin, I believe it was Stalin said, it doesn't matter the votes, it only matters who counts them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I got that exactly right. Right. But I think <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. And that's what really scares me because how are we going to get out of this? If they keep rigging, ele- uh, supposedly rigging elections. No, I, yeah, I disavow that, man. Stop that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But Kamala Harris and Biden are promising us Trump won't be, a re- won't be reelected. You could say that's political talk, but right. do they know something we don't? You know, I don't know. I'm not saying anything was rigged, but I'm afraid yeah, for it, the future. It was, as Sisa as says, it was the most secure election in history. And Sisa, Sisa is a reliable source, and so is Twitter and YouTube and Wikipedia. So we don't, we don't get into that just because of the sake of the channels. <laughs> you hear well, that? What is, yeah, uh, what is Sisa? Uh, I, uh, let me look it up. Cyber, yeah. cyber Security and Infrastructure Security Agency. <laughs> Oh, it's another bureaucracy. Yeah, government agency. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you go after this, but I've seen you and Jesse on uh, Facebook, what they call shorts, if you're familiar with that. Yeah. It, okay, I've seen you on there several times. Nice. And, uh, you know, they'll have you on there for, like, a, you know, somebody's phone call. He won't. They don't do the whole show. It's only a few minutes cut into your show. And with Jesse, too. Okay. They have you and Jesse. I haven't seen... Um, um, Anchor Baby on there yet? Yeah, Anchor Baby needs to get his Facebook page going properly. It's he's just streaming on his own personal account, which okay, uh, maybe he can do it. I'm not sure. Um, Is Joel a regular now on your? Network? Yeah, he's he's every Tuesday, every Tuesday on Instagram and YouTube. Joel Friday TV right after Hake at 11. I don't know anything about him, but is he a conservative? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, he's not okay. he's not too political. He talks more about spiritual things, but he talks he talks on uh, news and current events and the culture and relationships 
and Christianity and things? Yeah, I've only actually heard him speak uh, once, and I think it was may have been on your show when he said he tried to become a policeman. Right. And they asked some kind of a question about females, and I don't know the full thing, but for yep. for that reason, um, they didn't hire him. Yeah. He's an independent And they're hiring illegal aliens. Right. They won't hire Yep. Unbelievable. Okay, Mr. Hake, I appreciate the time you give me. Thanks for taking my call. And I hope you read that book okay. that I recommend. It. it is so good. Nice. You won't be able to put it down. It's a great Thanks again, man. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Right. Bye. Okay. Uh, yes, I try to stay on top of them. I com- of these super chats, guys, but I completely forgot about them. What in the world? <laughs> okay. So here we go. Carver bought a coffee saying, Hey, Hake, deciphering is fun. So I have some coded messages for the sake of your channel. Remate range riz ra rokes. <laughs> Remate range riz ra rokes. <laughs> I get it. Rhyme it, not remate. Uh, Bruish brace brazer bra bra bracked bra brewy. Oh man, this one is harder. <laughs> you guys understood the rhyme it range, right? Uh, Bruish. Brace, brazer, brabracked, brabruye, brabruye. This one is above me. <laughs> uh, this one is above my head. Anybody help? Bruish, ruish, ace, azer, a- act. Act, ah, ooh ye! Anybody helping me? Um, Robbery's robe, nice. Robbery's robe. I say obvious globe. Oh, I forgot to show my my. Uh, look at this. This is the flat Earth model, with the firmament around it. But it's an obvious globe, and the firmament is the atmosphere. But this is the. Uh, this is from Shosugino. Merry Christmas. From Sho Sugino, thank you. Robbery's robe. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think I have to code that message. Obvious globe. I fall in line right when, in with the globalists on that one. Thank you, Sho Sugino. It says flat Earth on it, and it has this uh, diagram: heaven above, uh, firmament. See that heaven. Above, the firmament, the waters above, the firmament, the sun and moon inside of the firmament and the stars, and the, the, the earth, the uh, obvious snow globe, except without snow, earth and underworld and waters below. And uh, here's the ball earth, and it says around here somewhere, bum, 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 bum. It's like a sticker, but it's supposed to look like gold. It says flat earth. Very cool. And also, while, you're, while I'm zoomed in, let me show you this. You can also look at my neck beard. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sin City. Boom. Sin City Chick Publications. Earth Man. That's when God made Adam from the earth. Born Wild. is uh, Boy. 
I think I read this one. The contract signed in blood with his finger with an X because he is illiterate and Christian. So Xmas means Christ mass. This was a Christian putting a sign of the cross. And uh, these things are black and white comics. Cool, huh? Pretty cool. I read these as a kid. So thank you. Uh, maybe now I can have get married, have children, and and leave them out for my children to read them and get scared of hell. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Shosugino. Appreciate that. Yeah, that was a, not a gift card. Gift card from the Lord. Who was Chick? I don't know, but he was a Christian. Out of Ontario, California, not to be confused with Ontario, Canada. Continuing with Carver's Coffee, Mrek, Mrek, Mris, Mrita, Mrob. <laughs> this may also double as Hake does a Scooby-Doo impression, says Carver. Man, there were a couple of those that went above my head. But I appreciate them, Carver. <laughs> Carver also bought me my, this guy, my angry slash happy tentacles uh, thingy guy. The tentacles, the long tentacles. These aren't very long of tentacles. You got my, you got my stuffed animal, my plushie, my octopus plushie, plush toy. Because I am, some people accuse me of being autistic, I don't know. All right, uh, another super chat. This is the one that I couldn't get through yesterday because I was in a rush. Based America first. Bought a coffee, kind of gross. Sorry, kids. California leaders failing for decades to expand reservoirs, have been planning the State Water Resource Control Board's toilet-to-tap resolution since 2021. They could have been building up the reservoirs. Jerry Brown Sr. Built, it, built up the reservoirs. Jerry Brown Jr. did not, even though he had a mandate to, and neither did, neither has evil Newsom. Gruesome Newsom. Gavin Newsom. <sighs> Since 2021, they will vote this week on the measure that provides wastewater treatments, plants, the technical regulations for purifying and reusing dirty water, storm runoff, black water, quote-unquote, from toilets, gray water, quote-unquote, from laundry, showers, is first treated through microfiltration, reverse osmosis, and UV light. Then wastewater bypasses the current natural filtration and is injected into clean water pipes in a process called direct potable use. Water systems and agencies are not required to participate in wastewater reuse and must hold a public hearing for any water recycling projects before permit approval. About one-third, seems a bit low, of the public does not support the idea of sewage reuse. Understandable. Seems a bit low to me, too. Uh, Currently, California-treated wastewater is mainly used for irrigation, and industry. Yeah, makes sense. Not potable, not drinkable. Might these new regulations divert water away from businesses? Wow, interesting. That's a lot to take in. Even water. DWP, the Department of Water and Power, the commies have even infiltrated that. The Department of Water and Power. Did you know it? 
Sound again, sounds like California wants you to drink pee. Hake. Number one? No. Or even like number two or number three. A lot of people have number three, you know. Number three is when you have, you know, diarrhea. That's not that, Strife Cassie says, leave us out of your kinks, Hake. <laughs> uh terrible. Terrible. Another super chat uh, from more people. This is, these are from yesterday. This is, might be the last one from yesterday. Your bias is showing as you talk about this judge. Oh, pull up this judge. This black judge, Kwame. What was his name? Let's see. Where did I put it? Did I even put it in the folder? Kwame... No, not that one. Okay, yeah, there it is. Thank you, Hassan. There's multiple Kwames in the world, unfortunately. <laughs> no, shout out to the Kwames in the world. It's not unfortunate that you guys are here in the world. We love the Kwames at a distance. <laughs> uh, Michigan teen gets life in prison for Oxford High School attack. Kwa- Judge Kwame Rowe presided over the sentencing of Ethan Crumley. In Pontiac, Michigan, parents of students killed at Michigan's Oxford High School described the anguish of losing their children uh, early in December, on Friday, December 8th, I guess, as the judge considered whether Crumbly, a teenager, would serve a life sentence for a mass shooting in 2021. Crumbly, now 17, could be locked up with no chance for parole, and I think he is now locked up with no chance for parole, for killing four fellow students and wounding others. And this Judge Kwame Brown was all talking all tough and talking all emotional, honestly, on behalf of the court. Look at him in his black robe. These judges in their robes. And this guy with his short cropped haircut looks about my age, plus or minus. Could be younger than Hake. Might be older than Hake. And his... Muslim beard. I don't know if it's a real Muslim beard, but I support the Muslim beards, actually. I like the, uh, how they shave their mustache. I do a one here. One on the mustache. I know it's lame, but I, it feels better. I'm fittified. Persnickety. Your bias is showing as you talk about this judge, says this super chat from someone. He's wearing a robe. Yes, judges wear robes, says this someone. And he wrote it just like that. Do you know anything about his background? Well, I know his name is Kwame. That tells me a little about his background. Black. And it's also not a Christian black name. Not an American black name. Not a white-loving black name. So that tells me something a little bit. Yes, about his background. Are you assuming that he isn't qualified to be a judge? What's the issue? I, uh, I don't know whether he's qualified to be a judge. He doesn't look qualified. <laughs> and based on his words, he doesn't sound qualified. There are many unqualified judges. Black, many. Woman, many. Even, some, even many whites nowadays. What a shame. There are even, like, unchristian judges not normal white judges. 
terrible. But yeah, it lo- it's just a mockery of what America started as, that we have this, this black young man uh, judge being all emotional and seemingly emotional, judging by the drama of what went down, how the guy had killed these people. Um, and the female prosecutor hugging these people in the court is just not fitting. A court should be dispassionate, but courts are now passionate. And we have this affirmative action thing. I know nothing, like, to your point, I know nothing about this guy, and my bias is showing, excuse me, I never hide my bias. Do I ever hide my bias? What do you mean my bias is showing? I'm open about my bias. I'm biased towards the truth. (laughs) Everybody thinks they're biased towards the truth, right? I'm biased towards white, decent, Christian, normal, American-nity, conservative. Yes, I'm biased towards that. Maybe I talk to him and he turns out to be sensible one day. This Mr. Kwame Rowe. I like his, at least he doesn't have a strange last name, even though he has a strange first name. CNN's person of the year was also a Kwame, by the way. Uh, Find this in the other folder, Kwame Stewart. Dr. Kwame Stewart. Oh no, Kwane, Kwane. Different, different name. You see it in the folder there, Hassan? Uh, the other folder, Kwane Stu- Stewart. A black, light-skinned, black, mixed, I don't know what he is, veterinarian who cares for pets of those experiencing homelessness. And he's like crying. And he was Hero of the Year, 2023, CNN, Hero of the Year. Do you see it in the, fo- the other folder? Kwane, I spelled it Kwame Stewart, but it's Kwane. Dr. Kwane student, Stewart, and he's all crying, being like a woman, <laughs> wearing his suit. At least he wore a long tie, not a bow tie. Some of these blacks wear bow ties because long ties resemble nooses, and so they're anti-noose. That's why the Nation of Islam wears these bow ties. Lamos, looking goofy in your bow tie. Never looked right to me. So he got hero of the year because he cares for the pets of these homeless bums. Those experiencing homelessness, I should say. So these strange named people, I am openly biased. What do you think I'm pretending to not be biased? Everybody's biased. You pretending not to be, wait, you, are you pretending not to be biased, Mr. Someone? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Um, continuing with this someone, another someone gave another super chat. Thank you. I'm done with Kwane. <laughs> I've had that for a while. I'm glad to finally cover it. Glad to cover it finally. I split my infinity there. Hake is laughing because he knows this caller is being antagonistic. I have a hard time believing this guy refers to black people the way he does on the radio when he's face to face with them. Uh, what, you think he calls him African-American? Who says African-American in real life, except for the most brainwashed people? And shout out to the most brainwashed people. I know some brainwashed people who say African-American. And they're not the most brainwashed people, so maybe I'm a little bit wrong, but, you know, it's silly. It sounds unnatural. Just be natural. Be normal. 
But yeah, uh, when he says Negroes, I don't take that as trying to be offensive. But when he said Negress, and he's, he has this vitriol in his voice toward this vitriolic woman, then yes, I grant you, yes, he is being... Uh, he feels antagonized, and so he's antagonizing back. Devil's fighting. Watch how you're judging my caller, Super Chatter. <laughs> because, as JLP rightly says, you are your world. <sighs> okay, let me check on any other Super Chats. There was a... Um, Rumble rant from Being Enlightened Till I Rise. Today on Hake History, the true history of the Civil War, part 19. Thank you, man. And honestly, shout out to these redheaded stepchildren on DLive. You know, Misty Potleaf donated a bell. Kid Combo 1.0? Or is it Misty? Should I open the treasure chest for you guys? Let's open the treasure chest. Do I have enough treasure to chest you guys? I've got a sunken chest. Obama's sunken chest. Redistribution of bells. We're doing it. I'll give you 50 extra bells because I'm feeling generous. Uh, Click the chest. Misty and Potleaf and Kilo Alpha Tango and that S... That sob. Oh, he's he's the one who said, hey, your show is boring. (laughs) That was a while ago. Some days back. I see when you guys call my show boring, and I understand it. All right, uh, moving on. Greg in New York is on the line. Greg in New York, thanks for calling and holding. What's up? Hey, hey. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, we were talking about an album, and then you made a comment that, um, you know, maybe someone's making fun of the South, but I I wanted to tell you, I forgot to tell you, I actually, I know I'm Greg from New York, but I actually used to live in the South for uh, the first half of my life, so 10 years or so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and then I hear and I see that you have a lot to do with the South. Where'd you get that from? Like the, the rebel flag and whatnot, standing up for the flag. America, uh, the um, Dukes of Hazard. I, I grew up appreciating the uh, rebel flag. I think I always thought it looked awesome. And then later on, when I was a young man, I saw the smearing, the easy smears of the phony politically correct people smearing the beautiful white Southerners who are some of the best people in the world. So, yeah, I have have some uh, just on a personal aesthetic level and on a personal watching the world, it's sort of a rebellion against the the uh, ways of the world that smears and dismisses the racist white South. Rebellion, I get it. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, I used to live in Georgia, and uh, I was the only white, as you say, uh, man <laughs> in my kindergarten class, and then probably first, second, third grade, whatnot. I was the only white man, besides my dad, on uh, on my street in Georgia. Um, and then what else? Oh, I used to live in Arizona. Oh, and by the way, in Georgia, it was all black people. So I was the only white man, and everybody else was black. Where? In Arizona, Georgia. I used to live in Alabama, Georgia. Oh, Alabama and Alabama and Georgia, or Alabama inside Alabama, Georgia. Oh, Alabama Alabama is a city in Georgia. 
correct. Okay. Wow. And um, <laughs> then I used to live in Arizona, and, I, and not everyone was black, but you could never be in a room with just white people, or there's barely any white people. Like, that's the biggest Native American reservation I used to live on. Oh. The Navajo. Yeah, the Navajo reservation. And then also, you know, there's Mexicans near Mexico. True. Um, but um, now that I came to New York, Greg from New York now, it's like I'm in, I'm in a town, a small village, and it's all white people. It's like all white people. And, and like you saying. The uh, the Southerners in the South are very nice. Everyone's very nice. Uh, I didn't meet too many white people, but everybody's very nice there. But then you come yeah. to New York, where I'm in this small village with all white people. The the uh, racial tension here is very high. Oh wow! And yeah, and in my small village, they're all Black Lives Matter people. Uh, I don't know who passes out these signs, but everybody in this village has those signs in their front lawn and weird liberal signs. Wow. And the thing is, there's not even black people in our city. Wow. In our village. In our village. So, like, the Black Lives Matter as long as you're not in our village. <laughs> are they... Are, can you tell if they're, like, normal Christian white, liberal Christians, or Ooh, atheists, or well, Jewish, or Italian, or what? I'll tell you what. They got churches here Irish. where they got, signs, they got signs out front that say, Jesus had two dads. He turned oh, out all right. Yep, and they got signs that they got churches with big Black Lives Matter flags, big uh, you know rainbow flags. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it weird. is. So it's, it's those liberal New England Christians, so-called Christians, like a la, a la um, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Isn't she kind of? A, well, Hillary. I don't know where she's from. Originally. I think she's a Methodist. Right. Um, she's Methodist. I, I forget where she was born. I have no idea. The uh, reptilian egg factory. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to let you know that I, I am from the South. I might be Greg from New York, but... Cool, man. And you have an accent of maybe an Arizonan or something, because you don't have a what? Southern accent. No, I don't. I don't have an Arizona accent, no. It's not Arizona? Well, it sounds... What, what are you, Gen Z? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, cool. So how do you have how do you not have a southern accent? Because I was going to say Arizona accent because you don't have an accent. You know, I have no idea how that <laughs> happened. I was born in actually Washington state. Oh, so okay. I'm Maybe I'm a secret northerner, but I left there when I was 3 to go to Georgia. But um I don't know how I got on the accent, but I'll tell you something about the accent. I told this to Nick. Um, people say and I don't know if you've heard this, but the southern now I'm not saying anything about southerners. This is just a fact. Um, well, that means your parents were your parents Washington State Pacific Northwest my, people. My mom was born in Detroit, oh, <laughs> and okay. my dad was born in uh, Rochester, New York. So. Oh, hmm. yeah. All right. Well, uh, well and, go ahead uh, with your story. In, I, I interrupted. Okay, listen to this. So I told I told Nick this, and Nick agreed with me, or he's heard of it. Uh, the Southern accent comes from an English accent. Have you heard that? Like I have heard draw. that. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that? Because I, I, I don't like England, so I think that's kind of a knock on Southern people, but it might be a fact. What do you think? I think it is. I think it's a fact, too. I think it's, I think that there's maybe some, tr I mean, there may be truth to it. I kind of generally just assumed that it was true. I'm not sure. Because uh, the South was more, uh, at least the, the ones in charge were like more proper. They were like uh, more uppity, if you will, the white Southerners, uh, and they were the ones in charge, right? And they were the ones 
teaching the slaves how to speak English. Wow. English, I think. So maybe they were kind of harking back to England a little bit more because they were more proper, right? I think. Mm-hmm. And more like these beautiful plantations, dressed up well. I get that the Northerners dressed okay too, but they were more uh, going with the modern times and industrialization stuff. Whereas these people had oh. their mansions, right? Didn't they have mansions? In- They're, uh, no, 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 plantations. <laughs> okay. Did they have mansions on the plantations or beautiful plantation I homes? So. I believe so. Yeah. So I could, I could believe that there could... Southwest England. But Mead Fit and Lean says some southern accents came from Southwest England. And I don't know if that's uppity England or, or, or messed up England, which I appreciate both of them. Shout out to the English. Could be. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think England is necessarily fully lame. <laughs> Any more than I think America is necessarily fully lame nowadays. Wow, interesting. Nice. Uh, thanks for uh, the little lesson there. That's a. And then uh, go I ahead. have one final comment. Yeah. So you're. You, I'm, I'm new to your show. Um, I'm catching up on your old episodes. I know I can't watch them all. I saw your uh, F-Pack 3 episode. I don't know how long ago that was. That was epic. But apparently, you really are into music and stuff like that. So I don't know if I haven't dug in your archives enough. But do you ever do anything with metal music? Because there are some good white uh, Christian conservative uh, musical artists in metal, too. Oh, you know, I've only, I didn't get real too into metal. I really liked Extol, this Norwegian maybe, or Swedish, I think Norwegian Christian metal band for, that was okay. on Solid State with, uh, I think it was on Solid State or Tooth and Nail. And they had this one album called Burial, which I really liked that my senior year into college and to this day, I really like that album. But other than that, I hardly listened to anything real metal other than, you know, I mean, I liked the Metallica, I guess. And I have, I have the Megadeth Rust in Peace, but I don't listen to it much. That's no, not Christian. Let's go. <laughs> but there is, there is Christian Megadeth music. Let me leave you with two Christian songs, okay? Okay. One is, one is A Call to Arms, Never Walk Alone by Megadeth. Extremely Christian song. Oh, really? I love it so much. Yes. You're going to love it. Okay. A Call to Arms, Never Walk Alone off of um, United Abominations. Megadeth's awesome. <laughs> United Abominations album. And then there's Salvation by Alice Cooper, because Alice Cooper, of course, is a, a white Christian. Why does he have a woman's name? I never understood Alice Cooper. And is he is he uh, so part? That's not his real is he name. part that's Jewish? Name. It's it's all part of the act. I don't know if he's Jewish, but it's all part of the act. It's <laughs> okay. just like a shock rock thing. He used it to make banks, you know, do business. Yeah. I support it. But he's okay. a Christian. Yeah. So salvation and never walk alone to call to arms. My okay. Cousins. All right. Thank you for the tips, man. <laughs> it's great to hear from you, Greg. And you don't have to watch all my shows, but you're welcome to. I appreciate it. And let me know what you think. I love them. Cool, man. Well, take care. Greg in New York. Yep. Yeah. All right. Wow, guys. Um, we're, coming up on, uh, we're coming up on the end of the hour. I have to end on time. That means five minutes before the top of the hour. Wow. Okay. Well, let me give you this lesson 
Don't lock your knees. Do I have this clip in the folder? Um, don't lock your knees. This woman, you know, the first woman Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor died at 93 or 6 or something like that. 93, 96. Sandra Day O'Connor. Is that an Irish last name? Was she a Christian? Who appointed her? Uh, but she was lying in repose or whatever. Wow, she was hard to look at in, in her older years. Older years. Mm. Uh, moderate, supposedly moderate conservative. She was a Republican. She got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Ronald Reagan nominated her. Uh, but anyway, play this clip. I think clip 21 in the folder, if you see it. I'm spitting because Ronald Reagan appointed a woman. Ah, uh, so did Trump. These guys, they're, this, they're the top ten presidents. Top five. But at least in my lifetime, right? Top two. <laughs> top three. Trump, Nixon, maybe Reagan. Teddy Roosevelt above them. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, she died. She's lying in repose. Um, or whatever. And this honor guard, female honor guard, standing at attention, then she faints, and this guy catches her. Check it out. Funny. Yeah, she's hobbling. Mildly attractive, yeah. And this man's catching her. You got a gun, lady. And she's fainted. I'm laughing with her. We're laughing with her. Wow, she just completely out. And meanwhile, that's Sandra Day O'Connor's body. Underneath that American flag inside the casket, I think. Coffin. We assume. And this other man stands at attention. Honor guard. And this is in D.C. or somewhere. And many people are assuming that she locked her knees. Because when I was in junior high and high school, my chorus, choir, my choir, Gidley Chorus, Chorus teacher, oops, I docked my, doxed my school. Uh, my teacher, Mr. Martin, and I can dox his name because, first, first of all, it's a common name, and, and second of all, he, he, he died. Rest in peace, Mr. Martin. said, but she won't laugh and hate. <laughs> he said, don't lock your knees. Have your knees slightly bent, just kind of bouncy. I'm kind of demonstrating bouncing my knees a little. Uh, a whole lot of people pass out. And if some of you guys are speculating, oh, vaxxed, boosted, no. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't know. <laughs> She's kind of mild. She's mildly attractive, that gal. I mean, she doesn't, I don't like a woman in a uniform. <laughs> Hopefully it was just that she was locking her knees. I guess for some reason you lock your knees, you get this thing. And you're cutting off your circulation somehow. I don't understand it. Uh, what do they call it? Hold on. I gotta get out of here. Oh, I don't know. I can't find this. I took a screenshot of it. Ah, well, whatever. It's called something. I'll tell you tomorrow, maybe, if I think of it. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. I gotta. Oh, man. 
Okay, I gotta end. I forgot, I have a long song to play. It's Christmas time, enjoy Brom. One, not to be confused with that other guy. <laughs> not the old school Brom. Uh, this is One Cold Winter Night I Was Dreaming by Brom from All I Want for Christmas, for Christmas, Lujo Records. Adios, America. Joel Friday TV coming up. American Anchor, baby. Bye. Thank you, Hassan.